1: Show your good side to the world and get rewarded. Become a plasma donor at Griffles and receive up to $800 your first month. You'll help save the lives of millions of patients. Learn more at Grifflesplasma.com.
0: Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast, everybody. Uh, Make sure you're liking and subscribing to the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel on YouTube, of course. Follow me at Coach underscore Steve72 on Twitter. Uh, Follow it, rate it, uh, leave a review and rating on iTunes or Apple. It helps grow the podcast. It helps go a long way. Uh, check out the Belly, Me- Belly Up Media Network at bellyupsports.com. Check out the pod- this podcast there. Check out all the other podcasts and stuff. There's not just sports stuff there, there's other things there blogs, podcasts, other things other than sports. So, bellyupsports.com to check out the Belly Up Media Network. Today, we're going to talk about some football coaching stuff I've thought about. And when I started this podcast, one of the questions I was asking some people were, um, is there less and less offensive line coaches out there? And some had different answers, I believe, thinking back on it. Um, you know, it's crazy. This podcast has 380-some episodes, 390 episodes, because there's stuff with football coaching. There's stuff with some NBA, Bears, NFL, college football. Um, the Geek Corner segment that I do with Logan where we talk about movies and TV shows, it's been 90% Marvel. Um so it's it's been a while, um, and some had different thoughts when I talked to football coaches and asked this question. Some say they don't think there's a um, you know lack of offensive line coaches. Some thought that they would rather go coach quarterbacks or anything else. Um, some thought there were because of how offensive line coaching works. Um, so the title of this uh, that I have on here right now is offensive line is the hardest and the best positions to coach. And so this is more of me getting some thoughts out. So if you listen, leave comments and let me know what you think and shoot me a message if you want to come on and talk about it. So are there less and less offensive line coaches? And offensive line is the best. Um, And this is why I've come to this conclusion. I played offensive line, wanted to play offensive line in college, Um, and that's all I knew. I knew defensive line and offensive line. And when I started helping out coach at my high school, that's what I did. I, you know, helped out with O-line and D-line because that's what I played. And that's all I I wanted to coach. I knew no different. And we ran a the, um, you know, strong I, power I, triple option. You got three running backs in the backfield. That's all I knew. I knew all that type of play with offensive line. Um... My freshman year, we played a 5-2 defense with a tilt nose, and then we went to a 4-4 defense. So all I knew was defensive line from a 4-4 perspective and played defensive end, so I really understood that and knew option stuff, and then I really started to branch out and realize things with offensive line. There's more than just option. Um, Started to coach at other high schools and stuff like that, but... That's all I knew. And then when I started to coach at a different high school, um, Coach Hogan had just gotten the job at the high school. And when I had talked about coaching, I remember saying, like, hey, I want to do offensive line and defensive line because that's all I know. That's all I knew. And I remember the next day or two, he, I was coaching track at the high school. And he found me and he said, Hey, I want you, I'll, I'm going to bring you on staff, but you're going to do running backs and linebackers. And then you're going to be the JV defensive play caller, and then you're going to help out with the varsity defense. And I remember being a young coach, and, uh, and to his face, I was just like, Oh, okay, like in a disarray, shock. And I remember going back to my um, apartment and I was kind of being that brat of, I don't want to do that. I only know offensive line and defensive line. That's all I want to do. I'm an offensive guy. I'm not a defensive guy. And it was probably one of the best things to happen to me because I had to learn how to coach running backs. I had to learn how to do linebackers. And then, believe it or not, halfway through, I had to go down and help out the line. And I still messed around with linebackers. But I had to go back down and help offensive line and defensive line, still working with linebackers. I still called defense for JV. We ran a 3-4, so I had to learn that. I knew nothing about a 3-4 and had to do that. And it made me a better coach because I had to really open my mind up to learn all these positions, to understand how a defense thinks, understand how they work. Do I still know it all 100%? No, but help open my mind up and learn these different positions. And then that turned into getting away from coaching offensive and defensive line. I started to have to go work with the inside backers outside backers I had to um, the next year I became the offensive coordinator and so I had to really understand everything being a young offensive coordinator and I had to go I would go down with wide receivers and help them I had to coach quarterbacks and tight ends and so it really because of the situations I was put in had to open that up for me to learn how everything worked and so there were seasons where I did not coach offensive line or defensive line. I had to go do other things, and that just opened my mind up to a bunch of other stuff, opened my mind up to offense even more than what I was studying and knowing myself or i I already studied. And I coached quarterbacks more out of all those positions outside of all that, and so the only positions I truly haven't coached was like true corners and true safeties. Um I helped coach quarter or er, linebackers at a 4-2-5, but the outside guys are considered safeties, but I consider them outside linebackers. But true safeties I haven't, and true corners I haven't. But coaching defense, I understood how they had to work, especially from a 3-4 perspective. And... I just opened it up, and I, I, I almost got to the point where I wasn't going to coach O-line and D-line again. And I, I shouldn't say not I, never, ever, but it got to a point where it didn't look like I was going to, and I'm going to not lie to you. I was coaching quarterbacks, and my last year being an offensive coordinator um, would have been in 2017, with my last year being an OC, I was bored. I was bored coaching uh, quarterbacks. And I kept finding myself going down the offensive line and see how it was going and everything else. I enjoyed coaching quarterbacks. I enjoyed, you know, coaching different spots. But there was a part of me that said offensive line. And I think it's just probably because I played it. But it's fun. It's fun to coach something you didn't play. And, you know, so you don't get your own ways about it. If you played a line and you say, well, why can't you block him? And, and that stuff, you allow that kind of stuff to creep in. And this all has a point i promise you then i moved to the suburbs and in 2018 and i started to reach out to schools to coach and um coach walters had gone back to me coaches at East in illinois and said you know i would love to have you come on and this was the first time that I was going to work with another guy at the same position, especially offensive line. He said, you know, you so you played offensive line. You probably coach more offensive line, correct? And, and, and yes. So I became the assistant O-line coach. So that was the first time there was two of us, which was a game changer. I've never really had that. So it was a game changer. Um, so I helped out offensive line that year, being the assistant offensive line coach, um, working with Coach Bart, and it was great. He I He's a great O-line coach and learned a lot. Well, then the next year, um, another high school, uh, um, shout-out to Coach Coach at East Aurora, needed a coach. And the first – when he found out that I coached offensive line and defensive line before, he said, well, we want – what was said to me was we need an O-line guy. We have someone doing O-line right now, but we want him to – it was their defensive coordinator, but he said we just kind of want somebody to come in and – the offensive line coach and run game guy and so I took that and then where I'm coaching football at now it was the same type of conversation where the new head coach he had coached offensive line but he played linebacker in college and everything and so he said I need what well, was said these words I need an online coach and then I started to wonder at that point or realized at that point I'm getting these spots because I coached and played offensive line, and that's why I start to have these thoughts of: Are there no line coaches? Does nobody want to do it? It's the best position to coach, in my opinion. People are going to say quarterbacks because you're—they think you're working with the whole offense. Well, if you want to work with the whole offense, um, you need to coach tight ends, in my opinion. But that's what they that, that, um. People are going to say that. They're going to say quarterbacks um, with the with all of the offense. They're going to say wide receivers and this and that. I've heard people say offensive line is boring because all you do is hit. All you do is this. And then there's people that don't understand the intricacies of offensive line. It's not just always firing off and hitting people. It's just not always these things anymore. Maybe when we all played it was, but... Not, not as the game evolves, and we move on, and you're trying to put kids in the best situations. So why? So I don't know if there was a lack of line coaches, but there is a lack of coaches in general. Sports are under attack. Football is under attack. Um, there's less coaches because of whatever dealing with certain type of parents dealing with a certain type of maybe administration or anything like that i don't know why people uh, everybody's reasons are different for leaving coaching maybe the pay it's just a bunch of different stuff the time and covid really showed the amount of time you miss being at home and the time to do other things that maybe you want to do when you're not coaching um but that's a whole other discussion for a different time but the lack of O-line coaches is very interesting. And for me personally, to get to Glombardese because um, you're an O-line guy, so we're going to bring you on and be an assistant O-line guy going to the next high school. Well, we need an O-line guy going to high school. Now we need an O-line guy. And even while being at this school, people talking to me about, you know, Maybe going to another spot saying, we need an O-line guy. Or I've been reached out by people saying, hey, um, did you get a job at the high school you're working at? Because I was not working there. I was just coaching. And I did get a job there. And I said, yes. They said, oh, okay. Well, because this coach at this school is looking for an O-line coach. This guy over here is looking for an O-line coach or a run game coordinator. And so it's very interesting that they're like, well, I need an O-line guy. I need an O-line guy. And I think people sometimes get sent to coach O line almost like a punishment, almost like it's the bottom. But I I also think it it has to be one of the most important positions or most important coaches. And I'm not saying that to say that I'm important or I know everything. It's hard to coach offensive line. And I think if you're a head if I become a head coach, um, the first one of the first people I'm hiring is a strength coach and an O-line coach, if I'm not doing it myself. Um because um it's it's so important. You know, people think offense coordinator to hire is important, defense coordinator is important, and that's all true. But you need that starts up front and it ends up front. Quarterback can lose you the game too, and all that stuff people talk about. But O line is very tough. I wonder, and this is all me getting thoughts out. I wonder if that's why people don't do it because it's so difficult. Well, people out there are like, well, quarterbacks are difficult they have to recoverages. They have to know all the plays. They have to know exactly what the wide receivers are doing. They have to know what the tight end's doing. They have to know where the your fullback's doing, your H back. They have to know all this stuff. And that's true. They do. And so I'm not saying that quarterback's not tough. I'm not saying wide receiver is not tough. I'm not saying linebacker is not tough. But to be an offensive lineman, to be an offensive line coach, you have to understand the entire intricacies of pass blocking and run blocking, angles, footwork. And then you're looking at five guys at one time. At one time, For example, I'm just going to throw out a um, – now some are going to say wide receivers because there's four. But I'm going to throw this out to you. You're running stick from the air raid where on the, you're in 2 by 2 10 personnel. On the backside, you're running double slants. And on the front side, you're running a hitch or an option route to get him out, and you're running a vertical. Well, as a wide receivers coach, you can look at it and say, okay, you're pressed on the slant, you're taking a one-step. If he's off, you're taking a three-step. Um, outside release vertical. Like, that's all you have to look at. I'm not saying it's easy, but there's that. Well, then if you're an offensive line coach, you have to now say, okay, we're going to run power, and it's gap down backer, but the line moves up front. A linebacker blitzes. How do you block this linebacker? What footwork do you take? What communication do you have? And you have to look at all five positions at at one setting. And so when you're watching film, you have to look at each individual and what they're doing. Is it working in unison? You can tell when the one person isn't doing their job. And so I think that is difficult. And coaches sometimes don't want to deal with, well, I'm not going to watch all five spots. You have to. And then once you add a hand down tight end to that, forget about it. Now you're trying to watch six. Now you add another tight end with an ace formation with double tight. Now you're watching seven. You get a fullback involved. Now you're watching even more. watching even more, and I just don't know if coaches out there just don't want to deal with that and the research it takes, but coaching offensive line is probably the best. Meeting rooms with O-line and even D-line, if you want to throw that in, is way different than a meeting room with the quarterbacks, wide receivers, defensive backs, it's different. O-line coaches have their own language. They are a unit. It's people that you necessarily don't hang out with. And I'll give an example. My O-line group, they play defensive line two at the high school level. They all may don't necessarily hang out outside of school. But they talk to each other when they're waiting for me in the meeting. They talk to each other on the sideline at practice if we're doing special teams or or something, they're talking to each other. They they communicate on the line and they understand what we're trying to do. And then our meeting rooms, we all know meeting and watching film can be rough. Like coaches, we're going to tell you the truth. We're going to tell you maybe what you necessarily don't want to hear. But then offensive line group understands and to have that terminology, and I know every position group does, but with offensive line, the terminology and the, the the words you use they all understand, they all have to work as a union a union, excuse me um, coaches up here uh, that run fist football I know Coach Sabo, Coach Yosi, and them they started fist football it's an offensive line and defensive line training and they said because you got five fingers there's five offensive line. when they all do their job and squeeze them together they create a fist, so they created fist football that's true. When one doesn't do their job, now you don't have a fist. So a finger's still up? That looks dumb. And it's not as strong when you go to punch. Um, Coach Rudolph talks about, you know, pounding the rock. Like, we're always pounding. We're always pounding. And you need everybody to work as a unit to break the stone, to break that, to go. And um, I just don't know if coaches out there want to do that. It's tough. It takes more time. It takes more time because... You have to make make sure that in these run plays, you you have it set up where okay, you're going against an over front, you're going against an under front, okay, you're going against you know a G front where they're head up the guards, you're going through an odd man front. What happens when they go to four eyes? What happens when um, it's a three four and they bring down outside linebacker, move that guy into you know maybe it's a bare front and like all these things that offensive linemen have to think about and then decide: Are we double teaming? What type of angle do I take? What type of foot do I need to take? Because you take the wrong foot, you can open up the inside for them to beat you across your face to get to the running back, quarterback. There are those things that happen, and it's all quick. And you have to see that as a coach. You have to see that immediately when it happens and know what's going on. And as other coaches, especially depending on what type of offense you do, if you're running an RPO, where it's an inside zone it's an RPO so you're locking the end and all you're telling the quarterback is okay you're gonna hand the ball off if this linebacker comes flying out to the the receiver you're RPOing Um, if he flies into the run you pull it and you throw it to him well that's all the guy's reading and not saying it's easy but even on that play I'm looking at the O-line going, okay, did they double-team right? What footwork did they take? This guy moved to become, now he's uncovered. Did he go to that spot? Did he chase the guy where he was covered? He moved when he stemmed at the defensive line spot. It all happens very quickly. and O-line have to think very quickly. And that's just the run game. You're talking about the pass game where they're stunting. Are you passing off to the next guy when they're um, sliding? They take the right footwork. When they're uncovered, do they slam back to the shade? When the linebacker starts stunning, who's picking up the linebacker? Are they communicating with the running back to pick up the blitz? Like There's a ton of stuff that happens down there, and it's all very quick. They have to be able to get the play, whether it's in the huddle, at the line, see it, boom. And as a coach, you then have to understand how a defense is working and what they're trying to do in the box. You have to understand how to communicate it with your guys to get them to work. And so I I don't know if some coaches out there – think it's that's too difficult and they don't want to do it. They didn't play it, so they don't want to go try it. I think if you're going to get into coaching, you need to become an offensive line coach to help you go get a job. I really do. You go coach offensive line, they're going to, and you start doing it. And you know, I never coached freshman ball. It's probably something that I probably should have done in my younger days. I just got thrown into helping out with varsity right away. I got thrown into all that. I even got thrown in to be an offensive coordinator, even though that's what I wanted to do. It probably would have helped me personally. But if you're going to coach offensive line, you need to go do it at the freshman level. It will really help you. And it will help you get... Because some have aspirations to be a varsity coach, and they want to do it like this. And I know I did, but along the way, I've seen coaches try to really get up to the varsity level, get up to the varsity level. They haven't coached it. Like and Here's another example I coached baseball this year at the high school level for the very first time. I didn't go in coaching baseball saying I have to be varsity. Is it Would it be cool to be a varsity coach because there's perks? Absolutely. That's the way I think with uh, football. But I went into it. I don't didn't want to be a varsity assistant. Now, if they come to me and say you're going to be an assistant varsity coach for some reason, I would have done it. But for me and the inexperience of it, I was it going to the freshman level to learn the base, learn how to coach baseball and not just play it, and I had a blast and I learned so much and it was great for me because I played baseball in high school, but it wasn't my number one thing where my total focus was. My focus was on football and basketball, and to so that for me is an example for football coaches out there where I'm telling you, you didn't play a lot and you want to coach the position you played. I'm telling you to make yourself a better coach, you need to go outside of that comfort and go coach something else. One of the most important GAs on a college football team is the offensive line GA. That is one of the most important ones that they hire for two reasons. One, to have two offensive line coaches is huge two, the offensive line GA is the other set of eyes. They learn a lot and they will go get a job probably quicker than everybody else. It's fun. It's fun to be in a position that hits every single time. It's fun to be at a spot where you're always strategizing and looking at how to block people. And I hope that if people stay in coaching or they're going to decide to get back into coaching and we can try to save coaching and save sports because we're losing coaches, we're losing reps. Go coach offensive line. It's the best. It's the hardest. But it's the best one. It's so fun. It's not the stigma of look at the fat guys down there. And that's not no you have to know football or be very smart to play down there. I'm not saying book smart, but you have to have some instincts. You have to have communication at, to play all line. And then coaching offensive line just makes you a better coach to understand everything in the offense. And it's very important because it starts up front and it ends up front. And it's, it's one of the best things. Parts of football is the offensive line because you're always hitting. And so I, I don't know if there's a lack of O-line coaches, but it's the hardest position. I'm not going to lie to you, but it's the best and one of the most rewarding. And there was a point where I didn't know if I was going to coach O-line again. And there was a part where I kind of didn't want to. The, the fun of coaching something you didn't play, but it brought me back to it. And I'm not going to deny if someone offers me and says, hey, we want you to be the offensive coordinator, but I also need you to coach quarterbacks. I also need, or you have to coach running backs or you have to coach wide receivers because you already have an O line guy. I, you know, depending on the situation, you wouldn't turn that down. But if someone says, you need, I'm hiring you to be an offensive coordinator, but the perk is you've coached offensive lines, so that helps me give you this offensive coordinator spot, that's where it is. And I will probably end it, I mean, I'm young, I, to me I'm old, you know, but for me, I might coach offensive line, be somewhere down there the rest of my life. Um, and so I hope people, there's not, I hope there's not a lack of O-line coaches. I hope people start coaching O-line. Um, it's the best and the hardest position to coach in football, and I hope people do it. Um, again, like and subscribe, uh, rate it on iTunes, Apple. Thank you guys for watching and you listening. Um, Check out all the other episodes. Check out all the affiliates. Follow me at Coach underscore Steve 72 on Twitter. Send me a message to be on the podcast. Um, Thank you guys again. We will see you next time.